0: Defender Powered Hour on this week's show, new Defender convertible, Suzuki Van Defender facelift, Ike previews his desert adventure, and Land Rovers in the movies. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Stephen Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about my cars and what we're working on at the BarrisCollection.com or check us out on Instagram, at the Barris Collection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss.
1: Thank you to everyone joining us today. I'm the rock hard, dry rotted 40 year old bias ply to Stevens' 22 inch Z rated low profile all season radial. I'm the lumpy old tire of podcasting, Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram, at Pangolin4x4. Let's get started all right
0: Ike. well another exciting uh week in uh, Land Rover uh, news uh, some interesting uh sort of I don't know call them Land Rover sideshow items almost at this point because they're not necessarily uh, centrally uh you know located so far as uh land Rovering uh, goes but some interesting things uh one of our Absolutely. Uh, one of our followers on Instagram thought uh, it might be interesting to hear our take on. Uh, I'm not sure if you have heard, but uh, Heritage uh, Customs, uh, fine vehicle uh, customizer, is creating a soft top version of the new Defender. Land Rover has not signaled whether they will ultimately build one themselves or not. Uh, and based on the soft top uh, Evoke, I'm sure they're uh, they're just charging to uh, to get that thing out. But uh, Heritage customs will be making a grand total of 5 of them this year what do you think what do you think of the uh, of the soft top uh, new defender
1: well there's a, there's been a few previous renderings of soft top and convertible Defenders um like uh and it's hard to say like how realistic it is that some of these might be made but um you know the heritage one is 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 a rendering as well I believe yeah, yeah. I think it is and yeah. the, I don't think they made one yet You know it's got a folding top kind of like the uh the G wagons from Mm -hmm. the, the nineties had on their cabriolets. It kind of is a a little bit reminiscent of that sort of top design and it has a a B pillar and the previous renderings I had seen were, were kind of just like, you know, no B pillar. And uh, I think it was more of a, a a rendering X Tomey design, I think did one Uh where it's just the windshield frame, no B pillar. And it's like straight back more series, you know, uh, early defender esque with no door top. You know, sort of the uh, windows rolled down, and it's just like straight back, and that kind of had a a little bit more vintage flair to it. This uh, this new one by Heritage Customs, it, it if I'm not lying, it it kind of reminds me of those Suzuki X90s. You yeah. know, and in yeah. the way it looks, yeah. it, it it yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure I love it, even though I love Suzuki's. What, uh, oh, yeah. what are your thoughts? Who, who
0: doesn't? Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I think that the there's sort of three colors, right? There's the blue one, which inexplicably has a brown uh, convertible top, which I'm, I'm not sure I'm in love with that color combination. Red one with a black top, which whatever is fine. I, I could almost see the, you know, that new Defender green, whatever they call that green color, but like the launch edition green color, the one, the Lego, the Lego set colored one um, with a, with like a sand tan colored top on it almost looks okay. Like that one, you could maybe convince me that, that that's worth it. The, I think the, the issue though is that uh, it, they're going to be a hundred and sixty thousand um, dollars? And for that, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I'm a buyer of the uh, of what they're calling uh, the Valiance Edition or the. Do you, Valiance do you remember
1: controller. the the uh, Suzukis that uh, Red Bull used as yeah. promotional vehicles with mm-hmm. the Red Bull can on top? And it mm-hmm. was like a little pickup, uh, like Sidekick yep. or something. That's what it yep. reminds me of. And a little
0: bit like that. Yeah, they did minis yeah. like that too. Uh, I had a. Uh, I knew a person that had one that no longer was the Red Bull one. Like they'd taken mm-hmm. the can off, and they just had this really strange little like El Camino mini, which I'm a big fan of the El Camino. I'm a big fan of the El Camino. We we know you like trars. I do. Well, you know, I've long wanted to do uh, the famous trail in uh, in Spain, the Camino Royale. I've wanted to uh, to allow uh, to have them allow my father and I. Uh, to drive that trail in an El Camino and we would uh, we would create a documentary for Netflix called uh, El Camino Rail
1: have you ever really seen a thing. Suzuki Mighty Boy uh, I don't think so oh man it's like an Australian El Camino that's like miniature Oh, you're gonna love it. Does you're it come in trayback it. if it's an Australian version? Uh, uh, I've uh, never seen a Trayback one, but I'm, I'm sure they'll make you one.
0: Oh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one. Speaking of uh, of absurd um, Suzuki and uh, the like uh, vehicles, did you uh, did you hear that uh, your your good friends at the D A M D is that pro- do they pronounce that? Do they say like da- damned? Dom, how would you pronounce that as a word? I'm not going to try. Dom. Um, Anyways, they have for the Suzuki Everyvan, which is like one of my favorite microvans. It's it's like a, a child's uh, you know Power Wheels car, but mm-hmm. it's for it's for full full size adults, sort of. I mean, it's for not full size adults. It's for it's s- a key smaller car. adults. But God, it's amazing. It's just such a great little van. They take a uh, sort of a facelift kit. If you will, I guess it's sort of like bumpers and and front grille and things, and it kind of makes your every van look like uh, kind of a weird little sort of defender, like sort of like a knockoff Defender, like micro machine or Matchbox car. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, I have to say. You know, it's it's not a bad little thing. The uh, you know, the van itself. I think they're what they're like sixty horsepower or something, right? Like they're not, they're not, they're not much, but they are four wheel drive, from what I understand. You you well, all wheel drive. They they do have the ability to put drive to all four wheels. The utility of that drive, I'm not sure. I've not driven one, but uh, but it looks pretty cool. But you know, like the very best part of of all of this.
1: Well, I think there's a few good parts of it. One is that um, it's the closest thing that you can get to a new Land Rover forward control. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> it's a good point yeah. yeah from
1: from that perspective, I think that's pretty fun. And uh, the other thing is obviously the name.
0: Yeah, the name is uh
1: it's called the little D. <laughs> <laughs> somebody uh somebody thought that was funny and, and i don't uh, care uh how old you
0: are what gender you are uh how you identify if you don't giggle when you hear the word little d uh
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> just
0: you just you're not a human being uh it is uh yeah it's it's amazing and and really i think that uh every suzuki uh every man needs a little d i think that's the uh you know that's that's the key to uh, mm-hmm. improving that vehicle
1: well, this is a company that has uh, made a sort of defender faceless for other Suzuki vehicles yeah. and um yeah. you can get one for this the Jimny. Just...
0: You can also get a, a like a Bronco-y looking uh kit for the for the Jimny as well. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I yeah, they make like, like a and I think it I think it might fit on the Every van too. They've got like a couple different versions and they make uh they make brand new wheels like rally almost wheels for your favorite vehicle, the Taft, for a new one. For a new what? taft, yeah,
1: they make special wheels for it. It's super cool, man. That's think. that's wild. That's I'm I'm a big fan of this company.
0: Yeah, they're they're pretty awesome. I am definitely going to get um, a little D.
1: Uh, at some point. I bet you are. I may go a, out right after You're going to put up a Craigslist ad wanted little d. <laughs> I
0: may I may go out right after this and get a little d. Who knows? You know, hey, it's 2022. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Speaking of anything being possible, um, we may have to start a new segment of tug-of-war videos on yeah, uh, on YouTube. Very popular. Because it seems that everybody is trying to pull around the new Defender with some other new vehicle. The, the most recent one uh, from a, a gentleman Named a uh, Sam Carlegian. I'm not sure if it's Car Legion or Carlegian, but anyway, Sam Carlegian on YouTube has uh, pitted the brand new uh, Ford Bronco uh, against the brand new. Uh, Land Rover Defender in an all out, all holds barred, uh extraordinarily bias biased and seemingly uh seemingly nonsensical uh tug of war. I don't know if you've seen it, Ike, but the uh, the Bronco is sporting heavy duty off-road tires mm-hmm. and the Defender is on uh very much uh street tires. and so really what it is is a uh is a tires uh tug of war it has actually nothing to do with the cars because the the tires are, are, obviously, the mud terrain tires are going to work on a loose mud surface, uh, dirt gravel surface, better than the street tires. So I'm not sure I'll put much into that.
1: Well, there's always a lot of factors with the tug-of-war, the weight, the power, the traction, you know, gearing, etc., etc. And uh, Defender, you know, has a better towing rating than the... Bronco, so seemingly you would think that it would be more capable of of pulling the Bronco around, but uh, obviously if it doesn't have the traction, can't uh, can't do much about it, so uh, I think you're probably right. There's... uh some shenanigans at play here. Yeah, it just isn't. Uh, you know,
0: I don't know. I think of all of the tug of war videos uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think things have been equalized nicely. Now there are some really good Bronco New Defender videos that I've seen that do a pretty good job of you know sort of saying, well, listen, the approach angle of the defender is this, and you know the breakover angle on the defender is this, and the, the Bronco is that, and um, you know comparing the options packages. That's that's actually a pretty interesting video just the simple amount of options you can get on the bronco and and how weighted to sort of off-road overlandy kind of travel they are they've done a really good job of kind of kidding out accessories and options and dealer installs and things for the bronco maybe more so than land rover has done uh for the defender right i think that uh you know def- you know the defender has some cool stuff the winch and some of that sort of stuff that you can get dealer installed but um Ford seems to have embraced the off-road GAC, Mm -hmm. um, I think, a little more aggressively, certainly through the site. Now, of course, you can get all that shit for the Defender. Everybody sells it. Um, But you know, Ford is doing a little bit better job of kind of putting it right up front on the site.
1: Well, that's uh, that's true. And, you know, Land Rover historically has offered uh, hundreds and hundreds of uh, very functional utilitarian options. But, uh, you know, the new Defender is not necessarily what it's all about. But yeah. uh, speaking of tug-of-war videos, there is uh, an excellent tug-of-war video featuring a clapped-out Series 3 pickup. I believe mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. and it has it like has a bunch of goats in the back and it's all like broken down and it, it looks really bad and um, they pit it against a uh, like a, a Pajero like a newer Toyota yeah. land cruiser
0: yeah
1: and, and and it it acquits itself very well it, in fact it wins and uh, that's uh maybe a, a more fun video to watch than a new Bronco versus New Defender
0: yeah, I agree. I think anything with uh, a bunch of goats in it is always, uh, <laughs> is always good. I,
1: I need to tell the story about uh, buying a Land Rover, and one of the conditions of its purchase was uh, that I had to take a goat with a Land Rover. And uh, so so just real quick, I, I uh, went to this place in um, uh, Lewiston, California, okay. uh, which is outside of Reading, about 150 mm-hmm. miles in the hills. Mm-hmm. And uh, this crazy place and it, 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 there's like this bridge made of like logs and you look you feel like you're going to re- re- like tumble into this creek you get up to the top and this guy has uh, a bunch of old land rover wrecks and stuff mm-hmm. his dad was in the uh, uh, land rover business mm-hmm. uh, like repairing land rovers and mm-hmm. he's like a truck driver so he doesn't really he's not really they that much care. of an enthusiast yeah and a, and a mudslide has covered about a quarter of the vehicles and parts And the rest of it is like, you know, kind of been parted out and, and, and there's a lot of goats in there. And so the goats are like living in the Land Rovers. Some of the doors are open. The goats are living in the Land Rovers and the vehicles are full of parts and, and goats. And, um, uh, there's one there that was in reasonably good condition and I, and I, I made a deal with him on it and he's like, look, you know, uh, there's like a mountain lion prowling around my goats and there's this little baby goat and I had three, three nights ago and um, you know each successive night uh, the mountain lion has eaten one of the baby goats so oh if God. you buy this Land Rover you must take this goat the, the single remaining baby goat mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I drove all the way back to Oregon which is like eight hours with this goat jumping around the inside of my pickup truck cab <laughs> and that goat is still with you today what happened to that goat we um, had the goat for a few weeks and um, bottle fed it. It was a very small goat. And then we we found a, a loving home for the goat. This older couple had a, a rural property and they had a goat. And apparently goats like to be together. Yeah. And so they had a lonesome goat and we had this lonesome goat. And so we gave the goat to this uh, elderly couple who uh, I believe take care of it still. So what you're saying is you... You gave up the goat. I gave up the goat. The goat's name was Parsnip, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a fun experience. But I I uh, I've had my fill of goat ownership, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, one goat's often uh, often enough to cure you of uh, desire for goats. But uh, I don't know. Maybe you just needed another goat. You know, you keep it keep keep themselves occupied. You know, entertain themselves. I don't know.
1: Maybe that's the trick. Maybe next time I'll get two goats.
0: Yeah, that's really... (laughs) Never leave with just one goat. Uh, Just one goat. Um, So your friends at... uh, And uh, I'm sure... I have friends? Oh, yeah. Major, major, uh, major sponsor. uh, A con automotive, uh, I think uh, is what they're, con whatever, uh, has finally, I think much anticipated, come out with a body kit for the new Land Rover Defender. And as everyone who's listened to the show for any amount of time or spent literally minutes with you uh, knows uh, that you are an enormous fan of the original con body kits uh, for the uh, classic Defenders as uh, extra little pieces that stick to the back doors and uh, surround and encompass all of your panels with little plasticky bits is one of your favorite things. Uh, Oh,
1: absolutely. Anything you can do to make your car more plasticky and dumb. I'm, yeah. I'm a huge fan of
0: 100% into it. Yeah, well, they have finally figured out a way uh, to uh, really enhance the uh, the shape and width of your uh, new Defender. Already uh, not a wide enough car, they've figured out a way to nonsensically make it much wider, um, and in, in doing so have retained some of their classic features, like <laughs> a nonsense little piece of plastic that sticks to the back door, I'm sure double-sided mm. taped onto the back door, just little extra bit not too much just a little you know just a dumb amount that you'll likely (laughs) knock off on something in a parking lot or something but my favorite feature uh, hands down my favorite feature is a uh like six and a half feet deep hole in the side of it to get to the fuel filler door there is a there is like a um you know like you'd stick the ghost trap into the containment unit in the basement of the ghostbusters hall uh there is a a large cavity for where you get to the gas filler door, um, which, you know, it's just, it says everything you need to about uh, our good friends at Econ uh, Automotive. 18,000 pounds or about $24,000 for, uh, for said uh, setup, um, you know, why wouldn't you want to spend, I mean, I don't know, do you do that or do you do the soft top? That's sort of, you've got two roads. I don't know. I don't know why you don't do both. Can you do Why both? don't you do both? Can you do both? That would yeah. be amazing. Could I get just a little bit of plastic glued to the soft top somewhere? Just a little, <laughs> like a little, like a tiny hat, you know, or something or some, some bat wings or something off the back of it. I don't know. It's, uh, it is interesting. And, you know, I'm sure as I, I'm, I'm sure there's a huge community of people who are deeply embedded in the con automotive uh, culture that listen to this show uh so for you uh well done uh enjoy that
1: yeah you know if you want your defender to look as if uh somebody took a shit in a wind tunnel this is probably for you it's uh it's very it's got these globs stuck to the side of the the car it uh, doesn't make a whole lot of sense but um if you like wasting money and you want your car to look uglier Look, is, no yeah, look no further.
0: Look no further. It is the Con ultimate in globule-based design. Uh, yeah, they've got a uh, sort of sort of side goiters kind of on the. Oh thing. Like yeah,
1: that's a good way to describe them. Really goiters. hasn't
0: had enough iodized salt or something. Yeah, you know? they're, like they're
1: very goiterish. Yeah, they are goiterish. Yeah. So,
0: anyways, uh, hop on over to the Con Automotive site and check out uh, the side goiters uh, available uh, now. I think you can get them. <laughs> um, you get the 3M <laughs> command adhesive. Just fucking stick those onto the side, and you're and you're good to go. So um, again, you can also do interiors. Their interior stuff—say what you will—but the interior stuff. If you're into, you know, orange seats and stuff, they do have a pretty nice upholstery shop, and they will, uh, you know, for only three thousand pounds or about uh, forty-five hundred dollars, they'll uh, they'll do a. I believe that's per seat. They'll do uh, they'll do custom colored leather and stuff for you. Which yeah, you could if you want the inside of
1: your shop. car to look as though you have just signed a new NBA contract, that. Is that is what you want? Uh-huh.
0: Yep. If you want the inside of your car to look like a uh, a, resta- a Mexican restaurant in Los Angeles from the 1970s, you <laughs> have come to the right place because you can get just that right texture of red, you know, sort of uh, worn in, uh, you know, kind of simulated leather. It's uh, yeah, that's nice stuff. I think uh, you know it's the perfect complement to your um you know to your soft top the one of one of five soft top.
1: Uh, I can't anything. I can't imagine gluing that plastic to the side of your car. It Doesn't increase the wind noise, decrease the fuel economy, like any number of things that would uh, make your car drive and handle poorly. Oh, for sure. No,
0: I mean, it's amazing. And you got to think about the fuel that's going to leak down the side of that. (laughs) Because you you can't. I mean, how do you get the fuel filler in? You got to get it at an angle. I don't even know. They
1: they sell a special extension so you can fill your car up. Yes.
0: If you, uh, actually, that special extension also coincidentally called the little D. So you get that, uh, you get the little D extension there. Um, <laughs> I, again, hands down, hands down, I'm going with a little D over the con body kit. If I'm going to get a, a body kit for a car, it's to make a silly microvan look more like a Defender, not a Defender look more like, I don't know, a partially transformed Transformer, like a Transformer that like you you gave to your grandpa and he like, couldn't quite get it back. But he's like, it's kind of a car. It rolls. Just play with it. I think that's sort of that's sort of the vibe that I get from it. We're going to take a very quick break to hear from this sponsor.
1: Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less
0: work, more clean. Terms apply. And now back to the show. Speaking of uh, of your grandfather not being able to uh, transform a uh, transformer, um, we have a, not a new segment, but we're going to tease kind of a new segment. Uh, I don't, I don't like Tales from the Road. I don't like that name. So I think what we're going to okay. do, we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to rename that segment um, mm-hmm. either Tales from the Trail because it's, okay. it's a little All more rhymy, it's a little more rhymy, or mm-hmm. or that was a trip.
1: One that was of those a trip. two.
0: One of those two. So I love it. Let's let's we're gonna put it out. We're gonna put it out to the people. Let us know via Instagram, via whatever, <laughs> however you get a hold of us. Smoke signals. Drop in those DMs. Uh, drop a little D in those DMs. Don't do that. And, uh, and let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think because uh, we've got a real a real doozy coming up. Uh, because you, as as we know uh, from last episode, you spent uh, a uh, the holidays on uh, a trip. To say the least,
1: two weeks in Death Valley, and I live to tell the tale.
0: Yeah, but uh, Linus uh, unfortunately did did not. Uh, well, actually, I hear Linus e- is recovering from being partially eaten.
1: That's true. He is recovering, and uh, I think hopefully by the next episode he will have recovered and can join us on the next episode to tell us all about uh, the the um, hair raising. Uh, You know, travels, kicking rocks down there in the desert, uh, finding lost cabins, pulling land cruisers through blizzards across you know mountain passes you know all of these things that uh that we did on the trip uh so yeah it should be good we took um four series land rovers this time we took the newer ones we took mm-hmm. a, a 60 a 66 mm-hmm. a 65 and a 71 so all series twos and two a's yeah. through uh, various trails and uh, passes throughout um saline valley Mm -hmm. and in the death valley national monument there Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so it was a good time we'll uh, post up some pictures and some did some really uh, sketchy roads and we'll have uh, plenty of video uh, to to edit as well from the trip Uh, burrows hot springs lost cabins old mines Mm -hmm. um, fixing leaf springs you know in the desert uh, all kinds of fun stuff. So oh, it, it sounds, was a good trip.
0: Sounds wonderful. So that's uh, coming up here uh, in the uh, in the next week or so. We'll have uh, we'll have Linus on to uh, to chat about that. And then coming up in the not that distant future, but a little bit more distant than that, uh, Eliza is going to come back on and uh, yes. talk about one of one of our many vehicular trip uh, miss uh, miss uh, adventures. Um, I love I think, it. Uh, we mentioned maybe the uh, having to make a self or a, a satellite call back here to. The United States, to Chris, to potentially contact the Italian military to come in and uh, rescue us from a hiking trail with a rented Nishan Quashquai. So, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. As, you know, you'll have to see if we ever got out, or if the Italian military had to come and save us, but uh, it was not a cheap phone call, and I didn't realize, but it was very late here, in the middle of the night for Chris, but uh, he did get up, and uh, he did start researching how to contact the Italian military. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, more on that uh, later, uh, but uh, yeah, it'll be great. We got some, we got some fun trip uh, uh, so, so you tell us what do you think? What is the best? Uh, what is the best name for this segment? Uh, do you like uh, that was a trip or tales from the trails?
1: I, I'm I'm leaning towards that was a trip, but uh, I want to yeah. hear what everybody else has yeah, to say.
0: I, I don't care. I, I'm coming. I'm neutral on them. I, I kind of like them both. So we'll uh, we'll see. So uh, to bring back a popular segment that people have been uh, asking for, uh, by far people's second favorite uh, segment is uh, Land Rovers <laughs> uh, in the movies. Um, this is a a segment where uh, we come across a Land Rover in a movie or have you know know about a Land Rover that's uh, that's been in a movie. Uh, this week, one that uh, honestly I had forgotten about. Um, until you, uh, put it into the, uh, into the show round down today and, uh, pleasantly surprised because I'm a big fan of the film, uh, and the, uh, and the cast. So this, uh, this week's, uh, Land Rover in the movie is, uh, romancing the stone.
1: That's true. Yeah. Romancing a stone is a, a wonderful eighties action adventure, um, starring, let's see, Michael Douglas, oh, Kathleen v. Turner, Michael Danny Douglas. DeVito, yep. you know, DeVito's I think are there. there, Yep. Yeah, got some um got mm-hmm. some great classic actors mm-hmm. and uh it's a it's a good action adventure and the Land Rover is featured only briefly but um it's at uh, sort of a critical point in the film where the Michael Douglas, you know, character is uh, sort of uh, making his way around South America, smuggling like exotic birds or something like that. And he has a Land Rover and that's his car. And it gets hit by a bus Mm -hmm. in which Kathleen Turner is riding. And so the two characters meet and it goes on from there. And, um, I think he refers to it as a Jeep in the film, but uh, the the vehicle is like under the nose of the bus, and it's like at a fifty degree angle, and the doors are open, and the birds are flapping everywhere. Just, it's it's just birds murdered everywhere. It's, it's a incredible. pretty great visual, you yeah. know, this South American bus accident situation with the, the Land Rover. So uh, I it's I funny do, I imagine uh, when Bob Ives was telling his story a few episodes back
0: about uh, crashing into a, uh, a bus in a uh, South American country. That's that's sort of what I pictured.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. So g- good movie, uh, whether you like Land Rovers or not. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely some uh, famous Land Rover content from the 80s. I-, I like it.
0: And little known fact, actually, that uh, Michael Douglas was the driver of that bus that ran into Bob Ives. That's a, That's a little known fact.
1: I did not know yeah. that. i have yeah. to ask Bob about that. That's absolutely true. Yeah, that's absolutely and true. And uh, that resulted in his Camel Trophy competitor. There you go. Without,
0: without Michael Douglas hitting him with a bus, he may not have won the Camel Trophy. So there you go. Small world. Small Amazing. World. So speaking of, uh, of uh, Camel Trophy and Bob Ives, um, I don't know how many people know, Ike. I know you certainly do, as you're a, a frequenter of our YouTube channel, but all of the uh, back catalog, if you will, the uh, the immense amount of uh, of uh, back catalog of the underpowered hour the show you're listening to right now is available as a video episode on. Her Majesty's YouTube, I am, uh, you know, not sure that anybody wants to know what it is that we look like um, or what tuke or, or shirt uh, Ike is wearing uh, a, a beautiful underpowered hour hoodie today. Whew. Um, Let me tell you, it looks great. Um, you can check it out online. You can uh, judge beard length and uh, how much uh, <laughs> one of us looks like ZZ Top. Uh, that's a very popular comparison. Oh, yeah. um, you can do the Jerry McGovern, are these guys brothers uh, test, which is sure. Uh, Jerry has failed every time we've put it to him, uh, but uh, you know, hey, there's always next time.
1: You know, Jerry. Jerry thinks he's so forward-looking into the future, and uh, you're like Jerry. You did the clamshell hood, you know, 35 years ago. It's it's not contemporary anymore. <laughs> yeah, but he has some has some great looking sneakers.
0: Um, we're also <laughs> doing. Uh, <laughs> new uh, new gear. Speaking of speaking of uh, underpowered hour hoodies, new gear up on the uh, underpowered hour uh, shop, as well as some uh, some new stickers coming out. We've got uh, we've got little mini versions of uh, of the popular camel trophy and in eighty inch uh, stickers coming. Uh, we've got some shiny ones, all, all kinds of stuff up there. So uh, why not why not take a take a look by? Uh, still have not sold one single uh, little journal. So that was not a popular outlet. I like the little and journals I like the journals too I, I think, use it, I think I it's use
1: perfect one. for uh, you know recording your little notes about your fuel economy or you I know use, all these sorts I of things I have one of those
0: little journals I don't actually have an underpowered hour one I have a I have a prototype one but whatever I have one in my back pocket all the time and I have a pen in my left pocket it's part of my daily carry and uh, and I use it constantly because you know what I've got my phone and I make little notes in there and stuff it's fine but there, there really is something about just having a pen and paper at hand at any time I've got a Fisher Space pen so i can do it upside down or underwater or you know whatever and uh, if uh, inspiration strikes i'm right there and i can uh, i can write it down i think uh, they're a very handy uh very handy thing so uh you know there you go for everybody's mom that listens to the uh to the show uh, a great gift for uh you know a uh some land rover uh, enthusiast uh, in your life uh, that you're looking for uh, for an appropriate gift for uh, quick shout out to the uh to the new owner the new owner of uh, NADA number uh, for 75's changed hands just recently and is on a, a trip back, a 20-hour drive, uh, apparently, uh, which, uh, as I've said before, in some countries, 20 hours of the underpowered hour is considered punishment for shoplifting. So um, we appreciate uh, <laughs> we appreciate your patronage to the show. And uh, You get hey, your
1: choice. Cut your hand off or underpowered hour. Yeah,
0: and almost everybody takes the hand cut. You know, the, the very few people are like, I'm going to listen to the show. You know, there was one guy, <laughs> and an hour in, he's like, no, 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 give me the axe. Give me that's, I'll do it <laughs> myself. That's fine. That's fine. And that's Joe at the uh, Lost Cause Ranch uh on Instagram if you want to follow him and his uh progress with uh, Nada 475. So um but that's uh that's what we have for this week uh Ike uh and uh, looking forward to next week we'll talk about uh, we'll get uh, Linus hopefully he gets out of the hospital uh, as planned this uh this week uh I believe they've uh, been able to reattach uh, at least some of the fingers and uh you know his uh, his buttocks are starting to uh, to sort of heal back uh, appropriately. So you know it is the tenderest. It is the tenderest part. So mm. um, yeah, looking forward to that. And unfortunately, we have uh, once again ran out of time for Ike's review of Nando's. But uh, we will uh, we will get that Next in. We time. apologize. Next apologize time apologize to the fine folks at uh, at Nando's. Uh, but we will uh, we will get to it soon. So uh, Ike, as always, it has been uh, a consummate pleasure. I'm uh, going to go ahead and put my order in for a uh, little D and. I will see you next week.
1: I'm going to get a stack of notebooks. Uh, Thanks so much, Stephen. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Look forward to seeing you on the trail.
0: underpowered hour is produced by me steve Ferris, and ike goss pavel Svardov composed and performed our theme music consider supporting the show on patreon and if you already do thank you your support makes the show possible for even more check out our instagram or facebook